Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. We got to hear We got to hear the rest of this. But the moral to that story, people, is don't in Okay, so if you're doing lucid dreaming, that means you can control your dream. So anything that you can are thinking is going to happen. So rah rah, what you did is you manifested the crab crawling up your leg. Like just don't do that. Manifest it going away. <laughs> I mean, right? That's one hell of a thing to manifest is some crabs. Right? Ooh, you want to hear something funny? I know you do. So in my high school, there was a crap, an epidemic of crabs, right? And I got them hardcore. Not fun. Um, Crab court. That we, I got them from the toilet seat at, at the uh, high school. Um, oh, I told my girlfriend the same thing. A smart man, smart man he is, Dave Smith. Right? So this is what we tell the, this is what we tell the women in our life. Yes, I got it from the high school, but I call <laughs> I called up Planned Parenthood, and I'm right. So a friend of mine's got these symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Or how many of those calls they fucking get? Oh, I got, exactly. So I got a friend so, from riding uh, in a plane, just two full of demons is where I got these crabs. Yeah. Yeah. So this friend of yours, Keith, um, do they live with you? Are they in the room with you right now? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh, no, geez. then my mom, then my mom saw my fucking uh, prescription bottle that I got. Right. Like, and she's like, what the fuck? You bring these goddamn critters into my house. I'm like, oh, man. Species, which they are. It was horrible, dude. But you like comb your, you comb your pubic hair and these little, literally, like they look like little crabs. They fall on the toilet water and you can see them on the surface of the water. It's the most disgusting thing ever. Well, they sound adorable to me because I didn't have them. Yeah, oh, they these the cutest little critters. Yeah, I mean, you just want to raise up a whole bunch of them crouch critters, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you just want to get you a whole little, you just want a whole little critter pail full of them. I mean, next thing you know, you're going to stop washing because you just wants to raise some crotch cheese for them to eat. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, no, I mean, I just want to grow up to be good lobsters. Oh, there you go. Well, you got to feed them the crotch cheese, get them big, nice and big, before you can throw them in the pot. I'm trying to lean away from this crotch cheese as hard as I can. <laughs> All right. Well, you could you could feed them some toe cheese. Oh, man. I mean, oh, but you that, gots to be raising something. Hey, man, that story <laughs> reminded me of something so funny. Dude, like, oh, when my girlfriend and I first started dating, like, I went to a trip to Indiana with her. Before the crotch cheese. And whenever, like, her book bag was open, there's a pill bottle in there. I'm an ex-drug addict. So what, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to look at it. You kidding me? You look at it, you're like, will cause drowsiness. I'll take two. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to drink it. Don't operate better with alcohol. Don't but, operate machinery? Shit, I'll take three. <laughs> I do it better on them. It's like. <laughs> oh, we're the same person, bro. I'm, uh, we're, I'm garbage. <laughs> no, um. I found Baltrix, and I was like, huh, 
And so I started having an existential crisis panic attack and uh, sat down on the bed. This shit didn't get me high, but now I feel really weird. (laughs) I'm getting an inverted hairpiece shanker. (laughs) It's like all my ingrown hairs went away when I took this. All of a sudden, I got a reverse dimple on my dick. I don't know what happened. Yeah, for real. It says it's for the treatment of shankers. Well, I didn't have no shanker, but now I got a reverse temple. Oh, God. What's happening to my dick? That dick. Give me that dick. I got a big old blister. I got a big old blister on the head of my dick. You have one mode, and it's go, 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 and I love it. Well, you know what? My name, I, I come up with a name. It is a, it is a, and it has to do with a condition that we talk about uh, right now. My name, it's a Herpai Shankur. You like? I thought it was Herpes Simplex. But... Yes, it, it's, it's my sister. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, to finish that real fast, man. I said oh, that, I like uh, to finish too, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a giver to myself only. <laughs> but I I sit there in the, like this crisis mode, wondering what I should do because I know what Valtrex is for. For anybody that doesn't know, it's for herpes. So I, my girlfriend's the sweetest person in the world. She doesn't even curse. I mean, she doesn't smoke cigarettes because cigarettes. Uh, she doesn't have tattoos because people with tattoos are bad people, obviously. And but apparently, you know, she didn't tell you she had herpes. Right, and the, I, I was in just panic mode. I get, I said, "Hey, baby," and she comes in. I said, "Oh my God, is there is there anything that you want to tell me?" And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "What are these?" And she, she's like, "Oh, that's a serious discussion, cold. bro." She's like, "I get cold sores in the wintertime on my lip, so they prescribe it for that too." And so I was left there like the an same. asshole. It's the, no, 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 slow your roll, bro. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's caused by the same virus is all it is, but it's a different. So she could have got it from kissing or she could have got <laughs> it from sucking dick. Kissing but, if she su- but if she sucks your dick or kisses you when she has an outbreak, you're going to have it wherever she kisses you. It's the same thing. There is no difference oh. between um, the, the, well, the on your prick, on the prick and on your lip variety. Oh yeah, it's it's different. Whenever Same there's thing. just a cold, like what is the difference? Like the Paul, I can't remember. Damn it, I had this. It's, in my her, head. it's like herpes simplex one and two. I think is what it is. Yeah, one is like, but the, it's basically the same thing. Like oh shit, little just a little pop bump on your lip because I've had those before when I was growing up. Like, but they oh, are always and they're painful as hell. Right, every time you poke, it's just like. Zzz. Yeah, yeah. Man, and they last like for weeks, and then you laugh because you have good time. <laughs> then they news, and and you try not to kiss your sister when you have this blister, or you give it a blister to your sister. Oh, it's not good. Well, how are we gonna find my sister a good husband if we can't get her clear of this herpes? You know, the only way the only way you make a good wife is to kiss the sister to make sure you teach her to kiss a well. You know, it's a good, it's a good. Eyes closed, eyes closed, eyes closed, <laughs> legs open. That's how we do in Uzbekistan. Yes. <laughs>
Very nice. Uh, uh, Benjamin's got a question here. Let's see what Benjamin Amour. Benjamin Amaro. Yeah, Keith knows what I'm talking about. So it's a uh, you know one of the uh, all-time crimes of uh, our generation. But girls like that, unfortunately, use literally the wrong way so many fucking times. There's Webster's Dictionary said, you know what? Fuck it. You guys can have it back. So now literally means figuratively and literally. So it literally means fucking nothing. So the word is dead. It's completely useless. And uh, yeah, we know we have to blame for that. I don't want to point fingers, but uh, kind of just did. The millennials. We can point the finger at the millennials. And Webster, ultimately Webster, because it's up to Webster to be like, no, bitch. Rules of English. <laughs> Learn them. You know, Webster let Blaine into the fucking dictionary, so I don't even... So there you go. Probably... So Webster went Wikipedia on us, is what they did, right? They went Urban we're... Dictionary. Right, because what they're supposed to do is be the definitive... Like, we're supposed to be able to find out the true meaning and the origin of the word. Yes. <laughs> of all sacred language. But, you know, that just pisses me off that like literally because it does not mean figuratively. It means the opposite of figuratively. Yeah, the complete antithesis of it. I mean, you can't get any further opposite. So now, so now, like he just said, the word means nothing. So now we can delete the word from the like, just quit fucking saying it because it doesn't mean anything. Every time Almost somebody says that, that say figuratively. If, if, every time somebody says literally, literally. like my literally skin just talking. curls, dude. My skin just curls, like because it's such like a millennial catchphrase. And you know the other one that pisses me off, and I'm probably just weird, but this pisses me off. Like I, I feel like you don't. No, that's not a feeling. You're thinking. A feeling is anger, sadness, you know, hatred, you know. I feel like it was last year or like June 15th. No, you think it was last year, June 15th. That's not a fucking feeling. But the millennials, I feel like um, I don't care. First of all, I don't care what you feel like. And second of all, that's not a fucking feeling, idiot. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, There's a whole generation of people that we raised to think that their opinions were super important. And you know why? Because we give them a fucking trophy for participating. I uh, know. I, I mean, I never got one. I mean, I never got one for participating either. But no. And you know what was good? <laughs> you know what was good about that, Keith? I never grew up with the delusion that I could be like a pro baseball player. Right? Because how many people are? Like fucking point zero zero percent something. Like a rock star, right? Million garage bands. Who makes a career out of it? Not many. So you don't want to fill kids. Right, just the rock stars, just the basketball players, just the baseball players, and there aren't that many of them. Genetic um, freaks. Genetic freaks, right? So to raise somebody thinking that they can be all that, like, I mean, you're really doing them a disservice. Because, like, I grew up thinking I could be president, I could be an astronaut, like, bullshit. I could be, like, a school teacher, I could be a bus driver, maybe I could be on the radio. You know, like, come on, <laughs> yeah. give me some realistic goals. See, I grew up and you know, I thought I could be a comedian one day. So, right here at my expectations, <laughs> bottom of the barrel. 
No, bottom <laughs> of the barrel. What are you talking about? That's one of the most high, highly esteemed professions in our society, I think. Not really. I mean, politician, politician being the lowest, right? They're the scum of the earth. Well, yeah. I mean, they're many blood sucking insects. So, I mean, they even says it's the name. Yeah, fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, politicians. I mean, pick your pick your choice. What's your choice? Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! I, I was thinking of a funny skit premise the other day, and it was how everybody shows these clips of Biden fucking up his speech, and he's like, "Oh, bro, 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 bro." I'm wanting to show like and the hair on my legs. Yeah, right. But I want to show the whole family like. Laughing at him for talking that way, and then it skips like a four a year, and that's half how the family's talking to each other. Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they're all seen all just like him. Oh, that'd yep. be great, dude! That'd be brilliant. Let me let me do that with you, please. That's a brilliant okay. concept, right? Can Normalize we uh, dementia? Yeah, because because that's what we're doing. We're normalizing fascism and dementia at the same fucking time and corporate takeover. Just saying, just saying, because both of them, hey, brought to you by War Forever. Yeah, shop it. You know, right. I mean, because if you get a takeover is when someone like steals, steals from you with a button shirt on. In right. other ways, just stealing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But as soon as you got the white collar shirt, heavy starch. <laughs> Now you're looking at Club Med for a prison. You know, I mean, I made a promise to myself, and it was if I ever go to jail again, it'll be for something white collar that my mom can be proud of. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I made the same promise to myself. If I ever go to jail, it's going to be for fifty million or more. <laughs> I was like, I'm never getting out. <laughs> right, Martin Fox got a question. My, that's yeah, Andrew. bring it. It's a cool <laughs> cat. <laughs> Y'all killing me, man. All right, so. Um, did somebody have a bad dream? I mean, I am enjoying this thoroughly, but <laughs> did somebody have, have a bad dream? What's going on with the title? Right. Oh, I man. Mean, Which bad dream you don't want to talk about, mine? I mean, mine, Fox, first of all, thanks for tuning in, bro. He's, he's you know, I've chimed into a few of his shows. We, we, we seem to be establishing a little bit of a relationship here. He's a super cool cat. Um, so super stoked he chimed in. And um, I can tell yeah, what, do you, what, what do you got to say there, Keith? Well, terrifying dreams is whenever like I, I have to enter into like a fight with someone and I keep throwing punches and they do not land like with any impact whatsoever. It's like a baby punch, but I can feel myself throwing like full as hard as I can. And it's just like negated right at the fucking end of it. And I don't understand that. It's always bugged me like, what is this? Is this like Oh exercise of futility or like well no that's a fucked up dream that's scary right because your 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 biggest effort means nothing and then this thing just keeps coming at you right yeah so i got another funny story to kind of chime in with that <clears throat> this guy i was in uh, rehab with we stayed friends and this guy was a badass man like like i've always been a lover not a fighter right but, yeah. but I got into, in, in when I was in rehab, I got into lifting weights and I went to a keg party at my hometown. I went to rehab in San Francisco and I grew up 50 miles north of there in a little town called Nevada. I went back to my hometown with a couple homies, this guy, and uh, went to this keg party that somebody had told me about. And I see this in front of the party before I even get there. I see this guy, John Hayes, remember his name, standing out in front of the party. He bullied me for, through seventh and eighth grade, like religiously, right? 
At this point, I'm benching 250 pounds. I got like 3% body fat. I'm a, I'm like, I'm a rock, right? I walked right up to him. I grabbed him by his shirt, lifted him up over my head and body slammed him to the ground. And it was the most rewarding time of my fucking life, right? Right. I mean, I literally picked this guy up over my head. I was that strong. He weighed probably 40 pounds more than I did. Didn't matter. Picked him up over my head and was like, I walked up to him, John Hayes, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, Dave Smith picked him up over my head, slammed him on the ground in front of everybody. Oh. And then these, and it was felt great. And then these two huge Samoan guys that were with him came up running and one grabbed me from each arm took me back 15 feet, body slammed me into a car, caved in the whole door of this car. And then this one guy is going, he's, he's pulling his arm back like he's going to cave my whole face in. And this guy's like 400, 500 pounds, huge, huge. Like, I'm, oh my God, I would have been well, dead, dude. Literally, I, I would have been dead. My face was big by the 500 pounds. <laughs> my head was on the ground, so there would have been no resistance and my head would have just gone pop, right? Um, my best friend, I'm five foot nothing. My best friend is the same. With all of his might, he's holding this guy's arm back from punching my face, caving my face in. And you could see his, his face. He's like, oh, he's struggling. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to let go any minute. And then I'm dead, right? All of a sudden, this guy that I didn't, you know, he told, he never told me he could fight or nothing, dude. All of a sudden, my buddy Jim starts doing spinning back kicks and just he laid out five people within like 35 seconds everybody's on the ground he comes over picks me up he's all come on let's get out of here i'm like uh uh, uh yeah yeah let's okay, do that my hero yeah my hero right up like kind of had a bromance if like if i was gay i'd have been done right then right like done we're getting uh, married it's like, right? bromance Oh, for real, dude. Like, the guy literally saved my fucking life, dude. Saved my fucking life. Did you hear saved my life? Oh, oh, oh. Dude. But, dude, caved the back of a foot, caved a, dar a car door in with my back with two Samoan dudes running me at the car. Like, that's out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I would watch it, too. Right? I think that's I got a couple of... Uh, I think I got a couple with exactly. This is the hook. I think I got a couple scripts in me, bro, like of real things that happened. Oh yeah, I do. Like, I think you do too. <laughs> it's um, crazy. But I, I I lived in San Francisco for twenty years, so not only do I got my own stories, but I got all the shit that I saw. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. I saw some fucked up stuff, but I've orchestrated the most fucked up stuff that I've encountered. <laughs> but, you know, you live once again, there's a lot more. Once again, we're the same person. So, like, when my parents caught me with weed at nine years old, they called a family meeting or a neighborhood meeting because they're like, ooh, like, who's the evil influence on my son? And I'm like, I hate to be the I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm the ringleader. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I did this whole thing myself. I was running shit. Exactly. What are you talking about? These kids are innocent.
Right. Just they never wanted to believe no, it. Can do no harm. Come on, you raised a leader. Be proud. Right. I mean, I'm leading. <laughs> I'm leading myself to my addiction. You know, I'm. <laughs> so I'm leading that charge. Hey, it's better than being the follower, dude. Come on, go suck that dick. Okay. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Which one do you want to be in that relationship? I would rather be the leader. Thank you very much. Right. Just you know, saying. I'm, just saying. You've, seen, you've seen my glasses. I look just like David Koresh in them. Well, I love David Koresh. Are you kidding me? You brought up okay. So you brought up one of my cult figure heroes. Have you seen Inside Waco? First, not personally, but no, I've seen the documentary. <laughs> no, the documentary. That's what I mean. Yeah, I know. Oh, motherfucker, you're so funny. <laughs> you cracked me up so quick, though, that I couldn't catch it. I had to like, that was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, no, it's brutal, though, right? It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a slap in the face and the dick at the same time, right? Oh, it's a so it slap. So it confuses you because you don't know which one's like, did both of them hurt? Did did that even happen? Like, right. who does that? I think that's the that was the intent of it. It's like to confuse our anger so we can't point it anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And meanwhile, our government assassinated 20-some-odd people, a bunch of them children, shot anybody that was trying to run out of the building, burned a whole building, whole complex down with people in it. And anybody that tried to escape got shot by, by snipers, strategically placed snipers at the exits. Lord, you, you know that? that they were, you oh, you, you saw the documentary, so you know that. Yeah, you'd think that they had some kind of like a viable alternative energy thing going in there. You'd think either they had viable alternative energy, they had a nuclear bomb, like right, like either they were they were fucking with the oil industry profit, or what what were they doing? Hillary Clinton's emails. What what was it that was such a threat, or was it just a test of like, can we get away with this shit on American soil? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, without the people revolting, and we just watched it on TV. And we all went to work the next day. Yeah, because there, there, there was no riot. Yeah, there was no riot over that. It was it was justified, right? <laughs> That's Dude. what they said. So yeah, and, and, and and you can believe what you want, but the people that have seen this documentary have the facts. There's ATF agents just firing their gun over their head, da, 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 da. just blindly firing a pistol, just all woohoo, Wild West style. Party bullets, like, yeah. like you're drink, like you're drinking around a bonfire with a bunch of friends, firing into the fire. Saturday. But there's, but there's people in there, and these yeah. are law officers. Uh, disgusting, bro. Oh, Damn, That's we are man. We got so much in common, dude. This is amazing. We could do, we could do a weekly show. We should I do a weekly this. show. Because we could go anywhere. And we've gone 42 different places tonight already. I don't even know how long we've been on. We've been on almost a couple hours, an hour and a half. Um, But yeah, let's hit a couple more messages. We got Benjamin Amour on again here. I'm loving his messages. Loving everybody. That's nice. That's a good pun. Pun intentional. And then you followed up with Landing Strip. Ah, see where this is going. Oh, skate, skate. Come up. 
to the landing strip. Hey, little quag, 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 quagmire. Love some landing strips. Skid, skid, oh yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, yeah. I mean, well, that landing strip just goes to the snook and Hillary Clinton sniz. I mean, hey, and you know, with a landing strip, you know, it's like horseshoes and hand grenades. Close is close, man. Hey. So I landed on the clit. Sue me now. We got mine fucked. See, miracles happen. What did Dennis Leary say? Only in America was there going to be a, a guy that cocaine wasn't good enough for. <laughs> that cocaine's pretty good, but I would really wreck something that makes my heart explode as soon as I smoke it. Where can I, where can I sign up for that? Do you have that, please? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, mine. Oh, yeah, Fox. I think they created that. It's called ice, right? Like, oh, yeah, they made crystal meth stronger because that needed to happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, we got, we got uh, methamphetamine lot and then full flavor. Right? I mean, like, because you needed the full blown, right? Because, like, you know, a line that keeps you up for three days, well, that's just not good enough. No, we need right. channel people in here. Like, how does it happen, dude? So I was a 14-year-old kid in a suburban town. You know, there was, when I was born in Novato, California, there was 15,000 people. So when I was 14, there was probably 30 to 35,000 people in Novato, right? Mm-hmm. How did a 14-year-old kid meet bikers that were cooking up bathtub speed? Yeah, just curiosity, of course. I guess entrepreneurial uh, genes. I mean, resourcefulness. Resourcefulness. I mean, but how? You know. I mean, but oh my god, right? Like there was literally, there's literally a biker house a block away from our junior high on the corner, kitty corner from Seven Eleven. So talk about perfect. Talk about perfect because. You get out of school, you go to 7-Eleven, play video games, and then what's right across the street? The biker house selling weed and speed and acid. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that was probably just an oxymoron, a biker house. (laughs) That never happened. Never. Never. No, no, it was a thing when I was growing up, dude. Um, Um, My dad was a probation officer, deputy juvenile probation officer. But in the same complex that he lived in, when when my parents got divorced, when I was like nine, there was a biker apartment. And they were the first people to sell me weed at nine years old. Real nice guys. Right under my dad's nose. Yeah, real nice guys, right? Luring a fucking nine-year-old in. Like, really? Wow. Talk to the top. Talk about scumbags, right? See, I, I used to have my weed dealer, like, when I was in high school, I'd pay him at school and he would drive by the house and throw um, the weed out in a Mountain Dew bottle in the ditch and I'd be like, oh, fucking litter bug. I better go pick <laughs> that up, damn litter yeah. bug. Yeah, I'm part yeah. of Native American. See, that's that smart. really bothers me. See, that's smart. But yeah, no, I grew up, I grew up in a very conservative household, but in a weird time, in the late 70s, when shit was just free flying, the Hell's Angels, the Hell's Angels were raging in California, especially where I was. Um, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Right apparently. <laughs> Wait, in two different places, bro. In the same apartment complex, and then right across the street from 7-Eleven by the junior high. Like they had it all set up. 
Yeah, just trying to expand their brain. Totally. Right. And it and it worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I've never. I don't know if was it different then than it is now, or it was a different time. Three three of the people I went to high school with ended up in San Quentin. Shit. <laughs> one of them. That's... One of them for getting into smuggling weapons. He broke into an army depot and stole a bunch of weapons, bro. Like, where where are you going to sell those? That was not thought out well. Well, but it was. But it was tweaker thinking, right? So check this out. And this, 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 we could do a whole podcast on this. The Pendragon Murders. There was, there's this mountain in, in Marin County where I grew up. It's the fifth richest county in the United States. And it's got the second biggest peak in California. And third biggest peak, something like that. Anyway, whatever. There's a big mountain. This millionaire wanted to take over that mountain. And he had laser weaponry that he had bought. He owned it. And he was recruiting juvenile delinquents to form an army to secede from the United States. Three of the people I part two. Dude, dude, three of the people in three of the people in my hometown joined up with him, dude. And like and were committing murder and stuff. This is this is a straight up cartoon. Yeah, and they were committing murder and this and that, and they got sloppy. And so the whole thing got busted, obviously. But it's one thing you just don't. The get plot came out. The plot came out, and it was nuts. Like Doctor Evil was recruiting teenagers to take over a county in California. Like what? Well, who better to recruit to take over a town in California than teenagers? Yeah, exactly. But one of my neighbors, dude, this guy Steve Crossy, he lost his mind. <clears throat> stabbed a guy in the chest with a screwdriver, stole his Porsche because he wanted to steal the guy's Porsche, and he wound the guy up in chains. I guess he's never seen a fucking murder mystery or whatever. Wrapped the body in chains and threw it in the river. And, you know, duh, it's going to float to the top, you fucking idiot. Um, sure. Haven't you ever heard about cement boots, concrete wow. shoes? Come on. Jesus. You Talk about an amateur. Sure. You just, you but, just think but dude, he was 16. Don't... He was 16, bro. Yeah, so I've had similar things. Well, not that. yeah, actually, similar here. Um, there's a, a guy that I went to school with, super quiet guy, got into drugs and uh killed another one of the people I went to high school with and threw him over a bridge here into the river. And the quiet ones yeah. you got to worry about, yeah, yeah. The loud ones you can dismiss usually immediately, but. Right, we're gonna blow off our steam, people like you and me. But it's the quiet ones that don't talk about shit. Like, ooh, it's just simmering underneath the surface that whole time. Like, uh oh, <laughs> a little volcano of murderous intent. She fitting to blow. She's fitting to blow, laddie. Speaking of, she's fitting. <laughs> how about? Bro, 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 Dave, you just said something really, really important right there about um. Right before you started speaking about the crack cocaine, <laughs> um, it's about the Freedom of Information Act. Um, I was it was shared with me. It was it's actually an eighty-two page document about um, 
that specifically speaking about that and the different entities within the government that are exempt from that act. Um, it, yeah, and it about talks that. about it and it talks about the different areas within such organizations as far as um, information being redacted and it being all completely legal um, under this Freedom of Information Act. It's like an ex it's um, like an addendum. It's an exemption for these government agencies to go ahead and basically write however whatever the fuck they want to write and and make that public information basically um it's fucking wild and i'll share it with you if you want fuck yes, yeah sure. i want oh my god yeah please share it with me for sure and i'll share that with you keith um but <clears throat> so this is the insane thing people don't know the behind the scenes truth like oh my god there's so much information that has come out i mean that's just one of them you know, another one is that, no, another one is that Bill Clinton stopped all drug testing in the White House when he was president. Guess why? <laughs> Bill Clinton loves his cocaine, I'll tell you what. Yeah, but that booger um, sugar is nasty. That's right. He's a big fan of booger sugar. And um, his brother, I forget the guy's name, Bob Clinton something, whatever, whatever. Something Bill Clinton's brother got yeah, whatever. Something nobody cares about. He got busted in a sting operation in a hotel room and by the FBI, and they taped him. And he said, my, my brother Bill Clinton, why his nickname is Hoover, because he likes cocaine so much. <laughs> I thought it was Slick so, Willie, but that's funny. Bill Hoover, Slick Willie Clinton. Well, what goes better than cocaine and pussy? I tell you what. So, well, I... <laughs> I haven't done coke in 20 years, right? But when I used to do blow, the guy I was getting it from, the guy I told you about in San Francisco, the only time he would ever do cocaine is if he was going to have sex. Because he's like, oh, well, wow. then, I can, then I can have sex all night, you know? Um, it's like how Toby Keith releases, uh, he can only release new albums whenever there's a terrorist attack or something. That's wildly specific. There you go, skate, skate. Right. indeed. But anyway, I digress. Let's get to Benjamin Amour. Benjamin Amour. So you actually can get more ironic than that, because unfortunately you didn't even get to the ironic part. But that's okay. It's one of the hardest things in the world to define. But you can get more ironic than that. And it starts with Alanis' Morissette song, Isn't It Ironic? Don't you think? Okay. Stay tuned for more, and I'll tell you how. I love it, Benjamin. You got me. You got my peaked. My my curiosity is peaked now. Will you, uh, Keith? Will you hit that next message by Mind Fog? Yeah. You guys come across this TikTok account, a guy that's trapped in uh, 2027, and apparently the only way he can communicate with 2021 and people is through TikTok. <laughs> he lives oh. in a world where there's no people. He's the only person. Have you heard about this guy yet? Dude, I That's love every, that concept. What a brilliant concept, right? That's every teenager on TikTok. Dude, I think we should steal or join that concept and, and expand upon it. And just you know, maybe just not steal it, just run with it. Let's just run with it and make his concept huge. Let's make it go viral. Let's do, let's do the same thing. You know, good artists create the greatest artists. Mimicry, right. That's it. Mimicry. There's only so many notes on a guitar neck, right? They've all been played a gazillion times, more times than we even know, than are written. However, 
somebody creates a new fucking badass song every day. So how is that possible? Same thing. Same thing. Nick, same the thing. Nickelback algorithm. That's right. Ah, not the Nickelback. I mean, they don't suck as bad as they're made out to suck, but they right. suck horribly. Well, we all just want to be business. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, they're not as bad as that Pearl Jam wannabe band, which was, what was that one like? Hey, yeah, all we do sing about fucking Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Shit. Creed. Creed. Oh, yeah. Will you take me? Jeremy stands and delivers. Nobody wants to hear your fucking Bible verse. Yeah. No, I'm gonna push you over the edge, bitch, <laughs> and shut the fuck up about Jeebus. Jeebus huh? was a fucking stoner hippie, drank wine, hung out with gay people and hookers. So how do we get what? all these closed-minded hypocritical fucks that quote Jeebus? That's what I want to know. I think you could be. Just Who am I to say you're not? Right, you know. Who's anybody to say you're not? What if God was Keith That's right. <laughs> Let's see. We got Mafia. Mafia. What if God was gay on the bus? <laughs> hey, you know, we need to make America gay again. Just, just... That's right. We need to make America gay again, and we got to start with Jeebus, okay? Now, who's with me? Who's with me? <laughs> Can I give a... For the Lord. Oh, now you got to take it for the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll come at first from heaven. <laughs> you got to take it for the Lord. Take the Lord's love and it ain't going to feel good. Every time that happens, an angel gets their wings. Too many angels. That's right. <laughs> Every time a fresh anus bleeds, an angel gets its wings. I have a joke about that. I'm like, what if heaven's a finite space and the angels are just in there fucking smashed up on top of each other because we're horrible people? Yeah, exactly, right? And they're like, fucking goddammit, go enjoy yourself. Have some fucking sex. Go drink. Yeah. Do something. We're fucked up here. We're raised like fucking chickens in a cage. Hedonistic. I mean, fuck. Do stuff to just crazy extends no moderation no <laughs> Dude, if, god, if, okay. if god made us in his spitting image then oh, all my this? perverted all my perverted thoughts are god given oh yeah right? he's a monster it's oh he's a fucking he's a kinky bastard i'll tell you why <laughs> epstein was created by jesus wasn't he yes he was if you want to believe if you want to believe that roll of bullshit and i you know and i clearly i don't my father was a minister a minister so he didn't smell practice. bullshit yeah yo, from a mile away i can i can smell him <laughs> i can smell a preacher from a mile away i can smell religion from a mile away yeah exactly um dude at, at five i'm not even lying to you right here this is truth bro i'm telling truth right here at five years old I made my dad pay me to start going to church because I saw the hypocrisy at Holy five. Shit. No, you, no, you don't. I, my grandma started giving me money at six to memorize Bible verses because I was. Same thing, dude. So there you go. But by, by the time I was nine, bro, 
the money wasn't worth it. And I forbid, I for, I would not go. And he threw me in the car because my dad played college football. He was huge, 6'2", 250 pounds. He's a big dude. Grabbed me, threw my ass in the car, took me to church. But when we got there, I was like, oh, hell no. I was like a little banshee, dude. I had hold of the car seat. I'm trying to kick him in the face and shit. I would not let go of the car seat. I'm screaming. I'm kicking. He's in the church parking lot. And it looks like he's totally abusing his child, right? So he stopped. Indoctrination is abusive. Yeah. So he stopped and he let me just sit in the car. And I sat in the car for the whole church service as he went in. And that was the absolute last fucking time he made me go to church. <laughs> Embarrassed me in front of most people like this. Right. I was like, I, okay, you're going to make me play like that? But at nine, I got it. I was like, okay, I'll play by any means necessary, motherfucker. I'm not going. So how bad do you want it to get? <laughs> you know? See, I'm, I'm glad that my dad didn't really, he was not religious at all. Like, he, of course, he has, like, beliefs and whatnot, like, a person should, their personal beliefs that, but, you know, it wasn't a shared one that was agreed upon by everybody, by just yeah. a fucking... No, my dad was brainwashed, bro. He was, he was also a psychologist, a family therapist, but he'd never taken psychedelics, but he thought they would make you crazy and make you jump off a building. I was selling acid in high school, you know, I... I wasn't so, selling acid, but I was selling weed. <laughs> and I, I, me too. Weed, coke, acid, you name it. I was slinging yeah, it. We didn't get any of that here. Like, oh, uh, I'm in California, baby. Yeah, I know. It's just a different, it's a wild place. Hour from, an hour from San Francisco, my friends would take the bus as high school kids. They'd take the bus to San Francisco. They'd go buy a sheet of acid, 100 hits of acid for like two bucks each. Then they'd bring it back to to the hometown and they'd sell it for like five or six bucks a hit to all their friends. And it would, you know, and they'd sell it like overnight. Right. So every weekend they're going to San Francisco. But what ballsy kids. Right. Like I couldn't. I fuck. Are you kidding me? Oh, I've done some ballsy stuff, but damn they're, but they're taking a they're long. taking a bus ride from an hour from a cow town into the big city, and then they're wheeling and dealing, buying acid, like holy shit! Nobody was doing that. These are some yeah, two yeah. entrepreneurial kids, right? That's what I was gonna say. That's that entrepreneurial mindset. <laughs> yep. And one of them, one of them is a baller entrepreneurial, at the, to this day. Yeah. Sell me this pen. <laughs> No, he's he's a health nut. He's totally sober. Oh no, I was, I was just quoting more from Wall Street where he says, "Sell me this pen." <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But if but you know if if you got something that sells itself, you don't have to sell the pen. No. Yeah. You you create a need. I mean, weed, weed, psychedelics—they sell themselves, right? Yeah, that's the thing about drugs—they work. Well, and you know, and some drugs. All drugs work, but do they work in a good way and a good way for a long term, right? So I've done most drugs, but most powdered drugs I find totally negative. Might have fun in the short term, but it's going to fuck you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have any kind of, for the, any kind of opiate, any, same thing. 
that's yeah i'm very very i'm very well versed in my opiates oh yeah i got back injuries so i got addicted to opiates for the first time at 17 thanks to our medical system and 17 no way and i shit you not i was taking more tab tens for what like a half of one oh i just i think it was for a hand injury but I had a back injury. So they gave me Percocet, Valium, Flexeril, Vicodin. And then all Vicodin for the breakthrough. And so, you know, so I'm eating those things. And I, but I, I was fucked up, bro. I literally couldn't get out of bed. I'd take a shit like every three days. I'd muscle myself out of bed. But I was literally bedridden. I missed half of my senior year of high school. Um, I was told I'd never walk again, that I'd never have sex. Thank God, neither one of those came to be true. Um, but I thought Major I was done. Like, oh, no, that's none. Wow. Never, never, never had back surgery, dude. Man, my um, girlfriend. Uh, she had. I've a, had two. I've had two miracle healers, though. Like well, energy workers. Oh. No, energy worker type healers. Like two, I've had a, a ton, right, of chiropractors, yada, 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 acupuncture, anything you can imagine, masseuses, but two that were just absolutely next level, can't even explain to you how it worked, and they just fixed me. One of them told me, I think this is mostly relating to, to father issues, and, and it's never really going to be as bad again after this. And it wasn't. I had father issues. Well, still. But. Like, what? Dude, the guy never touched my body. When I went in there, he measured. My feet were like a half inch different length because my hips were so out of place because my, my disc was out. But he never did an adjustment like a chiropractor, like to pop it back in. All he did was this weird energy work above my body, like six inches above my body. And some of it, and some of it was like him. Was just psychosomatic, or no, dude? Because no, dude. Because I'm I'm a total skeptic, but I'm an open-minded skeptic. So I'm like the whole time I'm like, this is so. This guy's so full of shit. You need to crack my back. What the fuck are you doing? The whole time I'm thinking that. Then holy shit. Then at the end, he measures my fucking feet, dude, and they're even. He fixed my. He he leveled them out without fucking crack 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 crack. You found a Romani gypsy. Dude, I only got to see this guy like I only got to see That's this guy amazing. like twice. His name was Dr. Baldwin. And my friend, my girlfriend at the time, fiance at the time, met him through a group of friends and and that's he would only communicate by word of mouth. The only way you would find out about this guy is if somebody told you about him. But he's this weird kind of gypsy healer. So the time I saw him, dude, he was in a fucking skyscraper at Kearney and California Street, downtown California. Somebody had lent him a vacant medical office building. So I walk in and we got the whole floor of a skyscraper with a view of the bay and everything. And it's just this one guy. It was like it was out of the Twilight Zone, bro. Like he didn't pay for the office. Somebody just lent it to him to do his thing. Right. And then all of a sudden after that, he got this calling like, I'm going to India. I got a calling to go to India. And he's one of those guys. Yeah. 
fucking I mean, wild, man. I'll say you have to let yourself just be open to the inspiration and go with it. Yeah. I mean, question everything, but be open-minded, right? The hopeful skeptic. Totally. You want to hit that next one? Uh, I had the last one if you want to try that algorithm thing. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That is Short the fucking worst, worst story ever to have to learn what sleep paralysis is and the benefits of it for our body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you just fucking said that like damn i if i could right now i would stand up and i would slow clap for that one. <laughs> oh my god you got me dying right now i'm fucking crying like holy shit you took a dump in their kitchen oh my man man straight up true straight up true story rara i swear to god 16 year old kid they take me out drinking we went to like a, what they call a discotheque, a dance club, and I just drank until they ran out of rum, till they ran out of uh, whatever, brandy, then till they ran out of beer. And next thing I know, I'm dancing in the middle of a dance floor, and I just pass out cold in the middle of the dance floor. The next thing I remember, I'm just falling down. Like I remember falling down, but I couldn't control myself. And then people are picking me up, and they carried me and put me in this van. And I'm like 16, right? And they couldn't bring me to, I'm an exchange student. And they couldn't bring me to the house I was staying at because I was so fucked up that I would be an embarrassment. <laughs> oh, God. So, so they took me to this chick's boyfriend's house. Some dude. <laughs> so I wake up in a foreign country in some dude's house. I don't even, like, I think I met him five minutes before we went out or whatever I, I was out with it whatever he was he was part of the family basically he had my back he saved my ass oh my god that's that's crazy man. turns out what he did for a living is his dad imported cars from san diego down to mexico and sold them as a profit his dad was out of town so he had the whole house to himself so i woke up in this rich kid's house in mexico with a fucking pool and a bar by the pool and everything but I woke up with him going, um, hey, man, go take a look in the kitchen. I go look in the kitchen. And, and, and when he wakes me up, I'm naked with shit smeared all over my butt. And then I go look in the kitchen and there's like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. It was out of a movie. It was horrible. And, you know, <laughs> that makes me happy. That makes me feel better about things. About <laughs> I'm glad it makes you happy. It's like the same reason I watch Locked Up Abroad whenever I'm feeling down. <laughs> yeah, so you don't do that, right? <laughs> right. Let me learn what not to do. Uh, or just laugh at other people. Oh, feel better that I'm not as unfortunate as somebody got stuck in Bolivia in a jail or something for like some ridiculous crime or whatever. Oh, it's... Did you yeah. hear about I... Eric C. Khan? Speaking of South America for some reason. That just popped no, up. Tell me. We had this social security lawyer here, and he was like, he defrauded the social security system out of millions and millions of dollars. And he had the, all these judges around here in his pocket and other people. And well, like they do. But yeah, you know, like, as you do. You know, being, as you being do. Lawyer. <laughs> 
And they finally caught him, and they were going to, they were going to prosecute him, and they let him you know, go after um, to come back to trial for sentencing. And he cut his ankle bracelet off on um, the highway. Uh, they found his ankle bracelet like outside of the airport here in Lexington. He went to South America. He's it's like a hillbilly DB Cooper shit. It's like he went down there. He was, I guess, um, what do you call it? Whenever you're uh, on the fucking what on the lamb, <laughs> and uh, they found him in a pizza hut somewhere in Argentina, I think, or somewhere. But I just thought it was the craziest thing: pizza hut in South America. Oh, that's it. Oh shit. Where's what happened? I'm sorry, I'm right here. Oh, okay. I was like, where did he go? Pizza Hut in <laughs> South America. And then it goes all south from there, right? Like you think you're just right. getting pizza. No, he went north. They they airstrike him. But I didn't I didn't <laughs> order a side of abduction. You never do. You never do. <laughs> you never do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We got a bunch of we got a bunch more messages here to get through. Let's if I ever talk about third world problems, I always do it in the third person. I find it a little more bearable that way. So you might want to try that approach. I could just be a first person problem, though. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was that great. Takes, that takes therapy to realize. Like, motherfucker, I'm selfish. <laughs> that was like that was yeah that was uh. That was acrobatics right there. I mean, there was psychology, there was comedy, it was yeah, witty. It was, Damn. It was Mamaru. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, man. Have you seen the god that most of the Midwest uh, subscribes to and the uh, Appalachians and whatnot, you know? I thought that if I paused it, it would, if I hit play again, it would pause it, but instead it started over. I want to hear where he's going with that. Oh, come on, man. Have you seen the god that most of the Midwest uh, subscribes to and the uh, Appalachians and whatnot? You know, their god plays that song. So, there we go. You know, they're the ones that uh, take the Bible you know, quite literally, you know. In the beginning, there was light. Could that be a metaphor? No, man. God just went click. Yeah, yeah. He works in mysterious ways. See, <laughs> I think, um, I think ACDC had it, had it right, right. Like in the beginning, back in 1965, man didn't know about a rock and roll show and all that jive. There were 16 million fingers learning how to play. <laughs> and if you can listen to the fingers, this is what they say. Let them be right. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, I think you're on the right track. I think you're just equating the wrong song with being correct. I'm, I'm thinking Highway to Hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the highway to hell. No, I, ha I have to be. I'm paving it. Come on. <laughs> and I'm painting it right behind you with star-spangled blood stripes. <laughs> I don't know how much I trust you behind me. 
and, and we're saving money by filling the potholes with the bones of brown people. See, y'all ought to be proud of your tax dollars, right? Right? We're filling these potholes with the you know money that we steal from people selling pot, you know, and putting them in prison for 20 years. <laughs> That's right. And oh, check this out. So I got busted growing weed in San Francisco under Cunt Mala. Cunt Mala Harris was the uh, DA of California at the time. She did not want, or the DA of San Francisco at the time. She did not want, no, of California. The Attorney General of California, sorry. She did not want to let my case get dropped. No priors. Right. No priors, no weapons, no violence, no nothing, just a bunch of just growing a bunch of plants. She wanted to prosecute me to the full extent of the law, three felonies, five misdemeanors. I would have lost my right to vote. I I would have been in jail for 10 years. Um would have ended my life, right? I, I couldn't have gone into real estate, couldn't have gone into yeah. property management, couldn't get a student well, loan, right? Well, um, I mean, you can't do anything. It's can't like, do jack shit if you got a felony. When people want DUIs and then you have to take those driving classes and then also have, have a job for probation, that's fucking... How are you supposed to take yourself to a job every day, like, consistently without a fucking license? Right. Good luck in our society that doesn't have fucking mass transit. Yeah, it does, but it's only for drugs. I mean, the government uses it. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't have public transit is what I'm saying, right? There's no well, high-speed rail. Like, high-speed rail was invented in this country, but, you know, the only place we have it is fucking Disneyland and Disney World. You know, the important I get you places, not. Right? right? the important places. Not between, like, Boston and Chicago, not between New York and San Francisco. You know, yeah, the important places. Disney World. Disneyland. <laughs> and tourist dollars, baby. They spend. Yep. Well, and the, the lobbying dollars of the oil companies and the tire companies, right? Keeping that motherfucking car on the road, 3,000 miles. Right? Fuck all green, fill her up. Exactly. Fill her up, motherfucker. Pay up. It, basically, it's strong-arming. Pay up, bitch. Yeah. Right? I, lobbyists are a different kind of fucked up. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about a how do you sleep at night kind of person. Well, you know how they sleep at night? They're sociopaths. Just, they're just fine. They sleep just fine. They sleep wonderfully in a beautiful house with a fucking, you know, whatever yeah, you call that high-end mattress. Oh, memory it's, foam, right? The, the cocaine man's mattress? Yeah, that's oh, no, right. The they're, guy. they're on a certa perf, you know, certa pillow top with a with memory foam, right? Yeah, they're listening to, you know, a podcast about murder. Yeah, on their Bose stereo system. Yeah, they call it ambient noise. <laughs> and then well, you've got ASMR. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I'm thinking of what they could stand, what ASMR could stand for from that point of view. And Yeah, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think we can say it, but we might get banned, bro. I read your mind. <laughs> and I'm right there with you. We could do a whole show on that though on Anchor and not get banned. I love Anchor. Let's do it. I need to learn how to use it better. No, I can teach oh. you. It's all good. I love it. Oh, let's get let's get I don't know. Let's get on the only question here. 
the only thing that you know the only reason i like stereo better than anchor is because we can get callers to call in like on anchor yeah. you can't you can't get messages so that's kind of lame but only until the after you can get them after they can leave them but yeah but then that makes it weird because then how do you put that in the show and it makes it weird yeah right? there's no continuity for it it's not in real time it's not there's no continuity yeah so i don't use it yeah so it's a wasted feature we're doing a horrible job of getting at these questions we We are i'm gonna shut i'm gonna shut up and you go ahead and hit three messages because i'm 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 being terrible right now i apologize we are terrible together you know i'm a goddamn chatterbox i'm a bag full of cats baby you know and remember at one time god was the type of guy that wiped out the entire fucking planet and uh wiped out a city named sodom but apparently it's okay for catholic chicks to give you their ass and their mouth but not their vagina so they get a pass as long as they give you the ass but which is usually called sodomy last time i checked but the city called sodom isn't okay so why oh it's because of the why i get it now damn see what happens bible's got some crazy shit in there man consistently contradictive so what i'm what i'm hearing right now is that god was the original person that grabbed by the pussy all right op the original pervert holy original puss (laughs) opg you you know what i call jeebus i call him the oh the original hippie and not necessarily a peaceful hippie i mean he might have been like the you know the charles manson type you know you never know he was just he was just a scary dude with long hair. They got a bunch of people to follow him and enough people to follow him that the kings of Israel were like, wait, you call yourself the king of Israel? Hey, we're, we got a pretty good gig going. I think we, I think you're dead. Yeah, Jesus, I thought that I was convincing. <laughs> that was literally a boring story. And that's how you use literally, right? Dun, 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 dun. The more you know. Greetings, fellow Earthlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. We're going to continue this topic tomorrow, so please tune in at the same time. And remember, if you dig what I'm doing, please do share with friends.